Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for joining us on Community Focus this morning, where we look at the issues that matter in South Florida and the people and organizations that are making a difference. And when you think of a community, you think of people, neighborhoods coming together for a common cause. And nowadays, too often, particularly since the pandemic lockdown, people stay in their homes or they come and go without ever meeting a neighbor. And if there's one thing that keeps neighborhoods safe and strong, it's when people and law enforcement come together. Well, Unity in the community of Pompano Beach is setting an example every year with their Family Fun Day. This year, the 12th annual Unity in the Community Day. And to hear more about Unity in the Community and the Family Fun Day on January 28th in Pompano Beach, I am so happy to welcome Carolyn Mann, who is the Scholarship Committee Chair, and will explain in just a moment what the Scholarship Committee has to do with Unity in the Community. Good morning. Good morning, Ellen. Good to be here. It's good to talk to you again. It's been a year since the last unity in the community, and we're down to the last few weeks before your 12th annual Family Fun Day. Can you give us the basic purpose of unity in the community? Sure. Very much what you said in your intro. We just want to bring our community together. We like to think back in the old days when people did know their neighbors and we could depend on our neighbors if we needed something. And we started thinking we should need to get back to that. So we came up with this idea as a group of civic activists in Pompano Beach to just have a family fun day where people can get to know each other, um, experience different cultures, partner with our Broward Sheriff's Office and our Pompano Beach Fire Department so we can all get to know each other better and just have a fun day of activities and free food. (laughs) And you can't beat that. That's a really good way to make friends. (laughs) Um, Yes, absolutely. How many people over the course of time have you seen it grow into from where you started 12 years ago? Well, I have to tell you, since I was there at the beginning, I wasn't sure anybody was going to (laughs) come. But then there's free food. (laughs) Yes, but we had uh, nearly a thousand the first year and we've had as many as 4,000. So we're expecting between two and 3,000 this year. Yeah, I'm ready to get back out. uh, Yeah, I figured the dip because of the pandemic and people are ready to get back out. You know, we watch the numbers and they go up, they go down, but it mostly seems like with vaccinations and the treatments they have now that people are very comfortable going out and being around others and those who want to wear masks and those who don't, don't. So a couple of thousand people, free food. How do you manage free food, free beverages and free admission for everyone? Well, we have some great community partners. We have Pepsi who provides the beverages Pepsi Beverage Company, uh, Frito-Lay, partners with them and provides chips. And then we have some great restaurants here locally that pitch in. So we have pizza from Jet's Pizza and from Anthony's Pizza, Banks the Hog Barbecue. A new one this year is Jeremiah's Ices. So that'll be Italian Ices. We have Jimmy John's, Chipotle. 
And of course, we'll have popcorn and cotton candy. So it's going to be maybe not the best for the New Year's diet, but it's going to be fun. You know, and people will walk around and they'll burn off those calories because there's going to be so much to do. I mean, you have so much entertainment for kids and adults, live music. What's the lineup this year? Okay, on the music, we are very happy to have the BSO Jazz Band back. This oh, is a fantastic group. Yes, of BSO deputies that show their talents in another way. And I just got the call. It's a 10-piece band, so that's going to be awesome. That's going to start us off at 11 o'clock. And then we'll have some different cultural dance groups, uh, a Bahamian Junkanoo band and the Polynesian Cultural Association. We're working on some other cultures. And um, then we're going to have Jamie King Colton. He's a local artist here. He's toured with Dion. He's been around the world. So he's got a lot of experience. He's bringing a six-piece band, and he'll do everything from Motown to classic rock in the afternoon, starting at 2 o'clock. And one of the beautiful things is you're talking about these different cultures, and there's no better way to help people understand each other than by bringing people from different backgrounds and different cultures together for fun and to get to dance together and sing together. And suddenly you're all one, you know, and you don't think about differences. You think about what you have in common. Mm -hmm. And that's something also when you bring the Broward Sheriff's Office out, first of all, getting to see the jazz band, when you see them as human beings, it's a whole different thing from the image of, you know, the cop with the baton on the of the TV, you know, mm-hmm. the big tough guy. They're just people like us. They have a job to do. But when you meet them in person, it's a different story. And you know, they have demonstrations that the kids go crazy for. And I think the adults are pretty fond of, too. They're bringing out the canine dogs again this year? Yes, absolutely. They have a, a great demonstration uh, with the canine and SWAT team together. It's always a, it's a showstopper. It really is. It's just wonderful to see how they work together, and they're so professional. And what do the firefighters do? I mean, they, they can't take a hose and you know, start hosing yeah, everybody we down. Them if they could uh, do a recreation of a fire, but no, they can't do that. Um, what they do is um, an extrication. You may have heard of the Jaws of Life. Yes. So they'll have a, a junk car, car that's been in a wreck. And they'll show how they remove the top of the car to save the person inside. It's pretty fascinating. And then they're also going to show us how to use the fire extinguisher. That's something new this year. And they've also asked the Florida Department of Transportation to come and partner with them to give us some education on train safety. Oh, my goodness. Don't we need that? Um, We do need that. Because we've got, thank goodness, we finally have some really efficient and effective train service so that people can get from county to county and eliminate some of the car traffic, which we all go crazy over and people have road rage. And unfortunately, they're on a regular basis, is someone who doesn't pay attention to those guardrails coming down or they think they can beat them. and terrible things can happen. So that's going to be a tremendous benefit, especially when kids can learn about it now and how important it is. So I I love that you're bringing all of the authority figures together, but as people for one day, for a fun day. So if someone has never attended Unity in the Community, I mean, we're talking about all these things, but what would you say really makes it special? Well, I think what makes it special is that there's really no agenda. It, it really is just to get to know each other 
And all these different businesses and nonprofits and our law enforcement are giving back. So nobody's charging anything. We just want to have a day of getting to know each other. And it's worked out here. We are in the 12th year. That's fantastic. Now, you just said nobody's charging anything, and that includes for exhibitors, too. So a business could... What kind of exhibitors come out? And if someone has their own business, what would be the best setup for them if they wanted to contact you and say, hey, I want to have a table at Unity in the Community? Yeah, I do have to clarify that they are exhibitors. So we didn't want to make this a commercial type of fair. So there's no direct selling. You have a great business selling a product. This isn't a place for you unless you are comfortable with just promoting with uh, flyers and directing people to your website or something like that. But we have a a lot of nonprofits and then we have businesses, the banks, Comcast, some other businesses that come. And it is free. Uh, We don't charge. You do bring your own table, chairs and 10 by 10 tent. We have those available for rent if you need help with that. Or if you would like to sponsor, then we will provide those items. So you'll have a 10 by 10 space. You're probably going to have at least 2,000 people come by, so that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And you'll get your name out there, and, and I have gotten my phone ringing off the hook this week because people are ready to get out there and promote their business or their organization. If we so give they you, can go to our website. If I was going to say, do we want to burden you more? Although I know it's not a burden <laughs> because it just makes everything that much more exciting. So the website is where people can go to find the information. Yes, they can go U as in Unity, I as in India, C as in Cat, so it's UICPompano.org, and click on Exhibitor Information, and there's a sign-up form there. We do ask, if you can, to bring a $25 gift card or a gift basket that we can use in our raffle, and we have this raffle, and the money goes directly to scholarships. And that's really the key, isn't it? Providing scholarships for high school seniors to go to college. And, you know, even though everything is free, you have this incredible auction and raffle, live auction and raffle, where that's how you're raising money to fund people's education. So you've got some big prizes. I know every year there's a ride on the Goodyear blimp, which if I'm correct, people can't do that anymore. You can't just say, hey, I want to go on the Goodyear blimp. It has to be through something special like this. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, They only give those rides out through a charity, usually a charity auction. Okay. So if you have ever wanted to go on the Goodyear blimp, this is one of the rare opportunities that you can go and bid on a chance to go for a flight and at the same time help someone take flight in their life by supporting scholarships. Okay. What else is going to be auctioned? Well, we have a couple of grills, one from Lowe's and one from Home Depot. And then this year we partner with another foundation and it's a six-day trip to South Africa on a resort. It's (laughs) called Zulu Niala. It's for two people. So that is a really awesome trip. And it does not include the airfare and it starts at 2,500. The bid starts at 2,500, but it's six days in this resort of a preserve where you're going to see all kinds of animals, everything from an oceros to giraffe to zebra, elephant. Oh, my God. That's like watching one of the nature shows on television, except you're really there. 
And there's a difference. I've seen pictures of places where, you know, a giraffe will stick its head in the window of a restaurant <laughs> while people are eating. <laughs> and it's just, we can't have the, what we get is falling iguanas. So, okay, yeah, we, right, right. <laughs> we have our thing, they have theirs. So amazing prizes. And then there are gift baskets. If someone has a gift basket, they'd like to donate, whether they're going to exhibit or not. I'm going to guess you're going to accept. Oh, sure. Yes, absolutely. You can give me a call. Our phone number is 954-586-1123. So it's 954-586-1123. Okay. And the scholarships, how does a student apply for a scholarship for college? What are the requirements and where can they submit their application? Okay. The biggest requirement is they need to reside in the city of Pompano. Since we're a a Pompano organization, we want to help our residents here. So they don't have to go to one of the Pompano high schools, but they need to live in the city of Pompano. And then the application will be there after our event, and it's going to ask for an essay on uh, why they think they should get the scholarship for two reference letters, the transcript, and also their service hours. We look at those items, and the committee makes the decision. We started off 12 years ago with two $500 scholarships, and last year we had $20,000. We gave, um, I think it was seven scholarships, and we divided the 20000 among them. That's fantastic. I have to think that trying to make decisions about who's going to be a winner is really hard. It is. Yeah. Uh, In fact, you talk about service hours. Do you need volunteers for Unity in the Community on the 28th? Yes, absolutely. And it's a great time for our students. Uh, We're asking the high school students. I'm sorry, junior hires. We we need to have high school students. And um, we're looking for students to help us set up in the morning and also to help serve food. We will have hot dogs. Um, The Shriners in Pompano is going to be doing that. and They need some help. And then we'll need some help with helping the children put together some Home Depot crafts. Home Depot is going to be there. So it's going to be some fun things for the kids to do. And again, you could call that number 954-586-1123 if you'd like to volunteer and get some service hours. And some experience and get to be behind the scenes and you never know who you're going to meet. So just a great opportunity to not only be part of the community, but be a driving force in the community. And that sets people on a path toward making contributions throughout the rest of their life. It's all good. Let's go ahead and give all the details, the date, the time, the location, and where unity in the community can be reached. And let's get people out and helping you and participating. Okay, sure. The event is held at the Pompano Community Park, which is located on the east side of our amphitheater. The street address is 820 Northeast 18th Avenue. There are a lot of events that are held there. So if you live in the area, you're probably familiar with that park. It faces Federal Highway. And um, you can go to our website, uicpompano.org, and get information on how the event started, what's going to happen, how to be a sponsor, how to be an exhibitor. And eventually the scholarship form will be there. It's not there right now. And our phone number, 954-586-1123. Or if you'd like to email, it's info at uicpompano.org. You have got it all together. I hope that you are bombarded (laughs) with emails and phone calls. And on January 29th, you'll have a day of rest. (laughs) 
So the day after. On the 29th. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the day after. And it's from 11 to 4, right? It's 11 to 4, Saturday, January 28th. Usually about that time of the year, people are, hey, we are holidays are over, but what is there to do? So then they come out. So it's, it's a great time of the year. Plenty to do. And we will be there with Cox Media Group. We're going to have our own table set up and you'll see our people with our staff shirts going around and doing video and putting up reels on Instagram and stuff on Facebook. We'll be all over social media with you. So be prepared. Okay. <laughs> come okay. out. Be all right. Yes. It's going to be a fantastic day. If you need information, as you said, uicpompano.org. And we do have the event on our event listing on our website. So you can always go there. Carolyn Mann, even if I only see you once or twice a year, it's always a delight to talk. And thank you for what you're doing in the community and at Unity in the community of Pompano Beach. Have a wonderful day. Thank you, Ellen. For our next segment of Community Focus, talk about making a difference when two organizations join together and focus their resources, they can literally change people's lives. And that's what's happening with the Broward Outreach Center and Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, the South Broward Alumni Chapter. A Broward Outreach Center and the Miami Rescue Mission have been helping provide shelter for homeless people for literally 100 years now, founded in 1922. And now the Outreach Center is morphing into The Caring Place. Well, Delta Sigma Theta has stepped up to completely renovate the entire third floor of the shelter. And to tell us why and how this came to fruition, I am so delighted to welcome the Chair of Economic Development for the sorority and a familiar voice to long-term residents who will remember Vicki Frazier-Williams from Channel 10 News. Thank you for being with us. Vicki, can you give us the backstory on how Delta Sigma Theta took on this major project? Yeah, we started out doing something we called a housewarming. And all of my sorority sisters would, uh, we had a registry and we'd go online and buy all of these items for women who were finally getting out of the homeless shelter into their own space. And we would want them to have brand new everything from irons and bedding to toaster ovens, anything that could conceivably be needed and wanted, and we wanted it to be brand new. So we've been doing that for a while. And lately we said, but we want to impact these women who are in the shelters with their children. Right. And wouldn't it be nice if when they came home at night to the shelter, it felt like home, really. It felt warm and it felt calming to some extent. Uh, it felt a little cold in there. There are, you know, brown doors and neutral colors. And so we decided we wanted to adopt an entire floor, oh. which has 25 beds on that floor. Okay. <laughs> uh, with an activity room as well as a family sitting room. So we are really going to descend upon this shelter. It's called the Caring Place at Broward Outreach Center because we serve Broward County. So on Saturday the 7th, an entire cadre of volunteers, including our sorority sisters, the Kappa Alpha Psi Brothers, that's a fraternity, a Greek fraternity, and volunteers in general from the community, went in there and painted every single room, including the ceilings, the walls, the hallways, the doors, the beds, 
everything a brand new color. And on Martin Luther King Day, which we call our day of service, right? the sorority sisters will be going in there and we're going to do everything from change the bedding with color-coordinated comforters and the showers. We've got a shower curtains and just everything you can imagine to make it feel like home. Because I'll tell you, Ellen, there's nothing like feeling empowered and feeling comfortable when your surroundings, where you lay your head at night, feels comfortable and safe. Right. And transitioning from being homeless to being in a shelter, when you can make it feel like home, it's got to help the self-esteem and help people feel more prepared to get back out and become more independent. Exactly. You know, what they say is when home is okay, when home is right, then everything else can be right as well. When you step out the door, you can face the world if when you lay your head at night is comfortable, is warm, is secure. It does build your self-esteem. It allows you to go out there and face the world. And these women that we are working to help have children. So it's as important that those children feel safe and comfortable and secure. And that's what we're going to do. Now, did you have to work with the Brummets? I know Marilyn and Ron have been in charge of Broward Outreach and Miami Rescue Mission forever. (laughs) You know, obviously not since it started 100 years ago, but for (laughs) for decades. And they've done an amazing job with helping people in the community. And now Delta Sigma Theta has come in. So how were you able to coordinate with them and say, hey, we want to take a floor of your location and we're going to fix it up? The great thing about the Brummets, especially Marilyn, because we have worked with her in our housewarming party idea that we were doing, is they are so gracious and they are so grateful for anything that the community does and wants to do. So the moment we said we wanted to do something bigger than just providing these household items, The idea came up as we were talking. How about taking a floor? Our sorority president, she believes in God-sized visions, big visions. Let's do something big that will impact these women forever going forward. And that's how that idea came up. Why not take an entire floor and revamp it? And Marilyn and all of the staff folk that we've been working with were just over the moon about it. And Look, every time I call them for some other detail, before I can get to the detail, they have been like, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're so grateful for you. And our sorority is filled with, of course, college-educated women, but even more so professional, very well-organized women. And so I think we've almost probably shocked the Broward Outreach folk at how detailed and how organized we are. And they have been grateful, and we're just thoroughly excited that we are able to provide this in the way that we are. I can't wait to see the finished project, but you had some help, some donations just with getting started with the painting yesterday. Who was jumping in to help you with that? You know, I'm so glad you asked that question because we did start this out as our sorority, our chapter. But from day one, it was something we felt the community not only would do, but would want to do. And so I'll just tell you, starting with Cox Media Group, I made a call and I'll tell you the help that's come from Cox has been through the roof. We have had paint donated. We needed 25 gallons of paint Mm. just on that floor. All of that has been donated. The items that's going into the rooms have been donated. Uh, Food, just to make sure that we cover everybody and every volunteer that's going to be 
you know, giving their time and blood, sweat and tears, let's say, to make this thing happen has been great. Dozier Construction Company has come in and they're looking at how we can change the floors in there as well. It's just a huge project, right? So it's like we say we're doing this and people have jumped to be able to help. The Kappas, for instance, gave us 18 men to do everything from move beds to paint the walls to repair the closets. When we walked through there, everything that needed to be done, these guys said, no worries, we will do it. Now, I understand that you're going to need some help filling the closets. You need donations of clothes, toys, pretty much everything that someone would need to live for both adults and children. Exactly. They have always said yes to whatever it is we offered to give them. So clothes, shoes, everything that you and right now, I tell you, Ellen, is a perfect time because people are clearing out closets and folk are taking advantage, frankly, of discounted sales that are going on. Right. You're not kidding. (laughs) uh, Yeah. You know, I I had somebody call and say, hey, Vicky, I've got all this stuff. I'd like to give it to the shelter. Will they take it? And I said, well, let me check. I checked and they said, absolutely. We'll take everything. They've given us an office in that building that we will accept these donations on the 16th. I don't think that's the only day that they'll take them, but we'll be there on the 16th MLK day and we can accept that and we're going to be organizing it and making sure it gets in the hands of and on the backs of people who need it. Are there some specific items that you need more than others, some things that you're really targeting? Well, you know, we are doing the women's side, right? But this facility actually takes care of men and women. So clothes will always be at the top of the list. Shoes, absolutely. Bedding. And when I say bedding, I'm talking about sheets. And we have some specific color-coordinated comforters. But I, what I've seen also, there is a room there for children. We want some toys in there. We want books. We're going to do bookshelves in there and have some little reading areas. Uh, I believe Cox is even going to be giving us some computers, we think. We, so, we have several items in mind. We want to be sure that the children have what they need to do their schoolwork and absolutely. that the adults have what they need to work on their skills if they need new skills for job hunting or to actually absolutely. apply for jobs online and find them. Absolutely. We believe this is the very beginning. We're on the front end of this project. We wanted to be able to impact them more than just one day. So for instance, we've gone in and done financial literacy type workshops to help them know how to manage their money once they have a job. We see us going in as well and doing a dress for success type of thing, giving some clothes that will allow them to go for interviews. I believe on Saturdays, they have the full day to go out and look for jobs. So we want to help them know how to do interviews. So we we are on the front end of what this looks like. So I would say anybody in the community who wants to impact the lives of these women and children, and you have a service, you have a product, you have some donations you want to give, I can certainly give you our phone number and specifically my committee's email address. You can get in touch with us with that and I can tell you exactly where it should go or how it's needed, that kind of thing. We could do that. Let's do it right now. Bring it. Okay. So my committee's email address is SBAC, which stands for South Broward Alumni Chapter. So SBAC Economic Dev, D-E-V, 
at gmail.com. That's for economic development. Okay, got it. Exactly. So I'm the chair of that, and that would come directly to me. Our overall organization number is 954-228-5160. If folks just wanted to leave us a message, that would be fine. Now, if people want to come by on the day of service, on Martin Luther King Jr. Day, on Monday the 16th, and they want to bring donations, this is at the Hollywood location, right? Yes, which is 2056 Scott Street in Hollywood. Okay. And we're going to have this information on our website so people can find the link and know exactly where to go. Can you use volunteers or do you have all of that set already? And mainly what you need from the public at this point is donations. We have all of what we need to finish the floor, right, on that day. For donations that will come up, and and when you come to this building, you'll see, if you go all the way to the end of the street, you'll see where it says donations. Okay. And that's separate from the housing part of the shelter, which we want to keep separate. Of course. Yeah. So the floor where we'll be, the rooms are relatively small. That's very limited. We don't need any help there. That help has already come in. But if folk want to donate clothes and all of that, there will be a sorority sister who will be there accepting those items and sorting them for the shelter. Now, let's say someone needs a place to stay at the shelter. Who do they get in touch with? Are you talking about on that day or just in general? In general, in general for future reference. Okay. So the best person I'd say would be, her name is Leanne Navarro, and that's N-A-V-A-R-R-O. Okay. And she is there at the shelter, and I will give her phone number is 305-572-2004. For anyone who is feeling very inspired listening to you talk about Delta Sigma Theta and the work that you're doing with them, and they want to get involved, what can volunteers do? How can they help you, and how do they reach you? Okay. So I'm going to keep my phone number, that phone number I gave you, and my email address for people to reach out as a result of our interview. 954-228-5160. And Ellen, I am not opposed ever to people calling me directly. So let me give you my number directly. 305-804-7629. That is very kind and generous of you. You know what? I'm able to talk directly to folk, and I I just love that. This community has been good to me in all of the years that I've been here, and I'm native here. But during my career here on Channel 10, you know, this community has loved me, and I'm loving them back. So I'm, I'm really open to talking directly to anyone who wants to talk to me. And I'll tell you, Ellen, like I said, the BOC, the Broward Outreach Center Project, is one. But we do, you know, a uh, 5K run. We do things for lupus. Sickle cell anemia is something that is germane really to the Black community. We do a little bit of everything. So I think you went on our website so you can see some of what we do. (laughs) You do so much. I saw about the 5K run April 29th. That's coming up at Charno Park in Hollywood on the 13th next week. Before you do all of this, you've got uh, your Crimson and Cream takeover party at the Broward Convention Center. And yes, I mean, you're so involved in community and it's no surprise that you, Vicki, are part of it having watched. 
watched you on Channel 10 for so many years and just loving your gift for connecting with people. Oh, and thank you. You're still doing it. And so oh, yeah. we, we couldn't be more grateful. And we at Cox Media Group are so happy to work with you and Delta Sigma Theta on behalf of the Broward Outreach Center and the Caring Place. And it just what a brilliant idea. Please give my thanks to your president, Shawanda Richardson. Um, exactly. Like you said, big visions. And that's what we need is people who have big visions, who can bring people together to carry them out and seeing this in progress. And then the completed mm-hmm. thing on the 16th is going to be amazing. And it is. It is. I can't wait to put it out there. Vicki, thank you so much. And we'll see you on the 16th with donations. Okay. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Community Focus this morning. If you have questions about today's show or would like to suggest a topic, please feel free to email me at ellen.jaffe, J-A-2-F-S-1-E, at cmg.com. Join us again next Sunday for an all-new edition of Community Focus, and have a wonderful day.